The first question is from an on-site retreatant who wishes to remain anonymous. Dear Long Paul, I have done some bad, evil actions in the past. I understand that I am the heir of my own karma. But due to this, I can't seem to let go and forgive myself in order to move on. I tried sending metta, but did not feel any love. What can I do to let go and forgive myself? Thank you. <coughs> so we have to understand first that this action we did in the past, this unwholesome, demeritorious action from the past, it was because the mind was covered over with ignorance, with awicca, with delusion. Because the mind wants good things, but ignorance or craving, which in truth are not self, ignorance and craving are not self, these qualities control the mind to follow after them. So kilesa, defilement arises, then karma or kama is made, and then the result of kama comes, and one uh, does kama, a new kama. So we see that we did uh, this action and we take it as self and it gets stored in the mind like that. So we just accept that we receive the results of that kama and that's the end of it, that's done. We don't have uh, ill will towards ourselves because that's something extra, that's something added on top and that's more sense of self again. Because we see that others do uh, bad actions or demeritorious actions and we ask, well, can we forgive them? So why is it that when we do something wrong, we can't forgive ourselves? That means that we don't love ourselves. And this not loving of oneself is also not self. It's another uh, kilesa again. So we think in terms of abandoning this, of letting it go, because we can't fix it anymore. It's already been done. So we accept it and we set the intention not to do it again. So similarly, we can think of Venerable Angulimala, who realized arahantship, and he had killed 999 people, but he was able to put that down. So we can recollect Venerable Angulimala, and that he, uh, in a past life, he did wrong action, but he got a new life when he ordained as a monk and he didn't do bad action again. So we think that our minds have been born anew with virtue, the quality of virtue, and we don't do bad action again. In this way, we can put down this mood. We can forgive ourselves and make the mind clear. So we practice and train in order to be able to put it down. But to do this, we need to practice, we need to train, we need to endeavor, and we need to do this often. We can chant, spread loving kindness. We can chant the metta chant. Or may I be free from ill will. May I be free from harm. May I be happy. May I be well. May others be free from ill will be free from enmity and so on. We can chant this often, spread loving kindness often. 
And then when samadhi arises, we can overcome this mood in the mind. And then the karma will be done. Will be done. The second question comes from an on-site retreatant, Ben, from USA. Is it ever helpful or necessary to focus on healing and personal growth? This might include therapy, learning to express emotions we have held back, and examining impactful moments from our childhood. How does this healing relate to the Buddhist path? Is it better to focus on healing before, after, or during our quest for enlightenment and realizing anatta? So we speak to this healing of the heart and mind. The mind meets with these experiences or sense impressions or moods. Sometimes they can be quite strong. And these strong impressions can lead the mind to have problems. So this is one aspect. There's also the aspect of one's uh, character habits habits of behavior of body, of speech, of mind, of thought. And that's from when one is a child until the time one is an adult. And if we don't address that or try to uh, fix that, then these character habits become stronger and become more difficult to change or fix. So we have to be careful about that. So we have to take care with our behavior of body, speech, and mind well in order to uh, cure or fix our, our minds, to see the habits of thought in the mind well, to train the habits of thought to be good and wholesome so that we become accustomed to good ways of thinking uh, more and more. We get more and more accustomed to that and that leads to behavior of speech and bodily action that's good as well. And the same goes for unwholesome habits of thought in the same way. So we need to train in mindfulness and to keep a watch and control over our behavior of body, speech, and mind well. And so if we have a lot of these moods or sense impressions in the mind, we want to address them. We can have a friend, like a, different kinds of uh, therapists or doctors that can give advice to help reduce the problems in the heart. Because these impressions can get stored in the mind since childhood, then it is possible to heal or cure these feelings. It's healing on the level of the mind and heart. And so this is possible that this can help like a doctor or therapist and they can give advice that's in line with the Buddha's teachings, like doing goodness and merit, spreading loving kindness to oneself, cultivating a peaceful mind of samadhi, making the heart and mind at ease and relaxed. And so this is healing the mind. It's the same as the practice we do the practice we do is exactly that. It's the healing of the mind and heart. Because the mind has uh, disease, the diseases of greed, aversion, and delusion. This greed, aversion, and delusion, it's a disease of the mind. It's like the disease of having no food. 
the mind gets medicine, it's like food for the heart and mind. Just like when we receive food for the body, then hunger is alleviated. When we get food for the heart, which is dhamma, which is goodness. And so we practice, we seek out peace and samadhi. And all of that is not self. And we can realize that quality of not self. But in the beginning, we have the sense of self. But we train that sense of self to be a good sense of self, not to think about the past. Because everyone has memories and experiences in the past. And when these memories arise, we let them go. We contemplate and meditate that they're not self. These memories are not self. We contemplate a physical form material body in the past is not self, the present is not self, the body as one's body as a child is not self, the future it's not self. We practice like this, we can bring the mind to emptiness to be able to let go. This is able to heal the mind. The third question is from an anonymous online retreatant, Dear Tan Ajahn, Thank you for giving your time for this retreat. Why do we chant Sabha Pati Dana Gata, the verses on the sharing of merits, after the morning chanting? My thought is that we, do, we have not done any good deeds before the chanting took place. Seeking your guidance, please. Thank you. So we do this merit and goodness. We can remember it from the past, like we chant, we meditate. Spread loving kindness, do the imina chant, and then before sleep we sit in meditation again. And so this can add up to be many hours. Then we awaken in the morning, we have mindfulness, we have patient endurance, we have dhamma, then we chant again, and that's merit, that's goodness again. Then we sit meditation. And so that's all merit and goodness, and we spread loving kindness. So it's not just in the morning chanting, but we can recollect any time, spread loving kindness any time, spread this loving kindness and merit. And so this is all the building of goodness. This is all building merit all the time. <laughs> 